said, Mama, I got bad news. Bad moods every day. Brand new tattoos on my face. Sad dude with a head full of. Hello, listeners. Welcome to the Ashes to Awesome podcast, Rising in Recovery. My name is Chuckle Flange, and thank you for joining me while we take a mostly serious look at the realities of addiction and rising in recovery. This episode brought to you by Revolution Recovery, helping men recover and become their best selves through support and treatment. They've been there, and they understand. Hello, listeners. So I am in studio again with uh, Captain Ryan Bathgate for another Kaleidoscope Wednesday. Welcome back, Ryan. How you uh, doing? I'm good, Chuck. You know, it's busy times and rainy days out here in the West. Ah, so finally you're not getting the all the sunshine oh, weather oh, to rub here. my face. It's just Can't only in the work week. Yeah. As soon as, as soon as I get a day oh, off, okay. it rains. <laughs> yeah, so it's beautiful all week. Well, as, as I like to say, if you want to make God laugh, yeah. make plans, yeah. right? So, yeah. And, yeah. and be a golfer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, so... Well, it's been it's been a bit of a crazy week in a good way. We've had some some great things come up. I guess by the time the time by the time the listeners are listening to this, we will have heard a, a Memorial Monday episode from a from a Joe, Joe Foray, who, wow, man, that that's the story behind him. So, and, and I got to tell you about this because life just has a way sometimes of of making things work. So, on on last Friday's episode, Tammy, towards the end of it, she asked us why there's no fathers. Like, why, why don't I have any fathers on, you know, be they on a Friday or Memorial Monday, anything of the sort. And I said, well, it just hasn't, one hasn't come across my path yet. I mean, I, it's, it's, it's not about a bias or anything. It just hasn't gotten there. So the very next day, unbeknownst to Carl, the atheist, who he hadn't listened to that episode yet, he sent me a message to a media story on the APTN, the Aboriginal yeah, yeah, News Network yeah. or TV network there, right? From, from Joe Fourier, who had just lost his son, Harlan to fentanyl poisoning so and he's very careful not to call it an overdose him him and three of his friends had bought what they thought was mdma went to the bathroom at a bar did a line all four of them dropped he's the only one that 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 passed the other three they're they're able to save but as it turns out joe his father is been in recovery for four years from heroin is an addictions counselor did all the right things you know, in, like he was so proud. His son was a hardworking man. Not, cer- certainly not your typical person who suffers an addiction or your stereotypical person might be a better way to put that. And yeah, lost his son to, to fentanyl poisoning. So I saw this story on the news. And I thought I got to reach out to this guy. I reach out to him. And now, of course, he's he's this week's Monday, Memorial Monday episode. And he's got quite the powerful story. And that's, you know, once I started talking to him, I said, Joe, we're in each other's lives for a reason here. Right. I mean, like, I, my guest just yesterday asked me why, you know, I didn't have any fathers and now I have a father. And then, you know, and then Carl, I never would have come across that story because, you know, my Facebook algorithms are different and, and, you know, the APTN doesn't come up on mine. Well, sure as shit, here we are. Right. So everything happens for a reason. And I'm honored that he's let us, he's trusted me with this. At the time of this recording, I haven't listened to the recording yet. His, his submission, it came in literally just before you and I started to talk right now so i'm looking forward to yeah and i think uh i I think you're right i think well you know like there's obviously social dynamics and things like that men are just um more internal more intrinsic but uh, yeah man i mean you know that's kind of sounds like sherry like uh you know she went to go do a a rail of cocaine and 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 it was wasn't cocaine and killed her at 18 years old i mean i I, I get that that kind of hits a spot for me yeah like, like how many times like uh, yeah. Anyways, just like yeah. we, we, well, that's 
we can't experiment it's, anymore, there, right? There we is, can't. That's, everything that's is our reality. Russian roulette, pal. Everything. And like, yeah. Yeah. here's right. one thing I'll say though, like, um, I never want to. I never want to give myself too much credit for my impact on the cosmos, and and mm-hmm. in, in other words, never question the workings of the universe. Shit happens the way it happens, no. and and yeah. most of the time we can look up and smile and go, oh, well, "I'm glad they worked out that way," instead of the way I was intending on you know doing it. Yeah, yeah, right. So right. I I, so. I got to admit, Chuck, it's been a really busy week, and and also I was really hard at work not working for a day. Which okay, means okay. like the, the unplug, be with my family, uh, try and try and rest. Like mm-hmm. cause I just don't get a lot of it. And so my my I don't know how sharp I'm going to be today, but we're going to check it out. We're going to see what happens. Like this is this is really <laughs> on the fly, as per se. Like you know, like it, it's always on the fly. But yeah. I'm usually like have some sort of like headspace that I reach before I go in. You know, and I'm yeah. not. Yeah. We're, we're I'm just diving in. We're going to see what happens. All right. All right. Well, with that said, let's get right into it. So as you know, we've, we've just kind of gotten used to using the, the mailbags to get the show started. So why don't we start there and see hey, things go. Uh, yeah. Is Carl Spell's yeah. name of the K or C? I can't remember. K-T-A. K- that's right. K-T-A. K-T-A. Yeah. That guy's my yeah, homeboy. Yeah. All right. All right. I like, so. I, I like, yeah, <laughs> he's, he's great. I love him. I, I love him. I, I got to say like his that, sense man. of humor, yeah. man, it makes me, it makes me laugh. Like he, <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll just be driving along and just be like fuck that's funny yeah. and sometimes it'll be like deeper funny like it'll come back to me and be you yep. know there's another level of funny that I was missing you know what I mean <laughs> and I'll I be like know. damn that was really funny you know? yeah. <laughs> so KTA my homeboy man horns up alright 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 <laughs> okay well this first question is from Michelle in Sacramento and uh, Michelle says that uh, I tried to listen to your or uh, I listen to your show and I try to use backfires on somebody who suffers as I wow. <laughs> Alex I listen to edit, 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 edit. Yeah, where are we? I don't really fuck anymore. I got her, I got her, I got her, I got her. Wow. Okay. Okay. So our first question is from Michelle in Sacramento. And Michelle says, I listen to your show and I tried to use boundaries and it backfired on me. Can you explain how to use a boundary? My boundary felt like a wall. <laughs> Okay, so that's really interesting. So remember like I was talking about how we have these two distinct phases of existence. Actually, it's a, another layer upon the other three that I talk about, about yesterday, to right now, and tomorrow. But there's also like how I locate. Remember, remember I was talking about that? And so, you know, Alan Watts is a great guy to – to listen to when you want to expand your horizon of understanding existence itself because he's just freaking out there. And so when we think about – I used to do this grounding in the back parking lot every day when I, my mentor told me, like, go try on the lens of beauty for a minute every day in the morning. So I do this grounding. And what I starkly notice is like the difference between standing in this parking lot that is perfectly square with right angles. It has all the yellow lines that are exactly straight. The fence – is perfectly straight that goes along. And then behind it is all of these squiggles and lines and there's trees and there's leaves and there's wind. And, and so, so like to me, it's like, wow, okay, so there's a really distinct difference between my conscious cognitive mind, which is appeases, and I always think about Excel spreadsheets, loves, my mind loves spreadsheets, but my heart doesn't give a yeah. shit. My heart wants to be in the forest. So when I think about being peaceful, I'm walking in a forest. I'm in a in a greenhouse for your sake. You know what I mean? 
And so when we think about what a wall is, a wall is Mm -hmm. a straight line with right angles, which means we, it locates Mm -hmm. in our mind, in our consciousness, in our, in our brain. And if we really Mm -hmm. locate it, it's defensive left side because it's that Excel spreadsheet, right? So a wall hurts, but a boundary is organic and a boundary protects and also invites. And we think about what a boundary is. There's no straight lines in a boundary. It's round. It's cyclical, right? Yeah. And so mm-hmm. when Michelle, when you when you used a wall, what you did was you shut yourself off from the experience of connection, the utmost important part of existence. So what instead of setting a boundary, you put up a wall. When I put a wall up, okay. again, when it's orga- organic, that wall will stand there for the test of time and keep things out forever. Look at the Great Wall of China. Look at even, I've never walked in the countryside of England, but there's little walls everywhere. <laughs> They've been there for hundreds of years. It'll <laughs> last forever and always yeah. do its job of keeping people out. When I use a boundary, what I'm doing is I'm staking a claim in, in the cosmos. This is where, this is where I am. This is, this is where I end and you begin. That's the boundary. But it's like negotiable. It's movable. It's flexible. I can, and it's always okay. about increasing my, my ability to have both identity and integrity. So a boundary is about identity and integrity. A wall is about, is about, is about keeping things out. Right. Okay. So, so when, so when we set a boundary, we want to be always taking into account how the relationship is affected. When I set a wall, there's no account to how the relationship is affected. You're out. You know what I mean? Yep. So when I think about my trauma, I put walls yep. around that In- instinctively. Mm-hmm. When I, th- but yep. if I process and I do the work, I can make that trauma become something part of me. And I think about it like I, I get a, if I get a cut on my arm, I, I got options, right? Mm-hmm. The pain's going to happen. The, the suffering is the choice. Okay. If I pretend yeah. like it's not there at all, which is what we do with trauma, what's going to happen to my arm? Yeah. It's going to fester. Faster. Eventually, I'm going to lose my fucking arm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And yeah. so yeah. – Mm-hmm. What, what, and I always use this this metaphor of the the flower in a couple different ways. For this case, though, I I, I always talk about if I if I have a a nice pot plot of soil and I plant a seed in there, I plant I don't know I plant a hydrangea or I don't know daffodil I, I don't <laughs> know I, I don't fucking plant, <laughs> but if, I know that I'm gonna get. I'm going to get one of those plants. I don't know how many leaves it's going to have. I don't know how many petals it's going to have. I don't know how tall it's going to grow. I don't even know what color it's going to be. But I know I'm going to get that. You know what I mean? And so um, I think what we do with our and, – and, and I speak about that as like my spirit, my soul, my connectedness to the earth, you know, as an organic being. And so what we do is yeah. we think, uh, you know, maybe a windstorm comes up and breaks a petal. So what do we do? We take an old rusty bucket, we put it over that that plant, and we think we're protecting it. And what we're doing yeah. is killing it because it needs nutrients, it needs it needs tension, it need, you know, it needs all these things in order to 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 to, to thrive. To you know, and, and we always talk about flourishing the human human spirit. Same thing. So when I put a wall up, I'm actually killing my spirit. 
when I put a boundary up, what I'm doing is I'm I'm paying attention to it, but I'm letting the wind push it and make it stronger. I'm letting the rain hammer down on it, making it stronger, you know, getting the nutrients, getting the sun, getting everything it needs. So in life, we need to have tension. Boundary is an opportunity to create strength of tension. So I become more okay. when I'm in productive tension with another human being. Does that make sense? Yep. So when I set a boundary, what I'm doing is I'm saying, this is where I end and you begin. Let's interact. You know, let's make a connection here. When mm-hmm. I set a wall up, I'm saying, get the fuck out. Mm-hmm. Stay away from me. Don't talk to me. I don't want to, I don't want to see you. I don't want to, nothing to do with the world. I just want to go into my little hole here and let the world go by. Okay. So, okay. So in practical terms, in practical Michelle, terms right? for Michelle, I would yeah. locate where is this coming from. Okay. The questions I'm going to ask myself are, yeah. why is this important to me? What is this affecting for mm-hmm. me? If, it, if it's mm-hmm. affecting something like ego, I probably don't need a wall, but that's usually what the wall is made of is ego. Um, but if it's affecting, say, my self-esteem, then I need a boundary. And, and so in a practical sense, mm-hmm. it is I cannot negotiate this part of my being, my self-worth. Like it's, it's not on the table for negotiation. But – I am interested in hearing how you feel about that, how you think about that. And and so I, I can make this space for you, but understand there are rules to this space that I that we both need to follow in order for this relationship to flourish. So if we locate it in a practical sense, a boundary comes from the heart, a wall comes from the head. Okay. Does that make okay. sense? Yeah. I think that's – yeah, it does. It does. I think that's a great way to answer that question. Okay. Yeah. So when you talk about that, the greenhouse thing. This is something that happened this weekend. So this is kind of a side note, but you know, it doesn't all have to be serious all the time. I was out with somebody special in my life. <laughs> we just like to call that. Not going there. <laughs> and actually, we we went to a greenhouse to buy our plant, ah. right? And it's 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 a greenhouse close by here in Calgary. Actually, I can say that the cobblestone greenhouse for anybody that's in the Calgary area, go check them out. It's that big red barn on the way out to Chestermere. It's it's like walking into a jungle out there. Chestermere. Just, I got a funny <laughs> yeah, story yeah. about Chestermere. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah, no, no, no. And as we were in the greenhouse, she was just talking about how much she liked it in there and, and the smells and, and all that stuff. And I was like, do you remember that, 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 that exercise we did? Right. That was yeah. the greenhouse thing. And it just kind of all came back to me. And it was one of the, thank you for that, right? For that exercise, because it, it, it really reminded me in that moment of what a, what a great peaceful time that was in my it, life. It, right. It, so yeah, I, I, I gotta, I gotta go. I gotta go with this for a second. Take us, take a Polaroid yeah. of that. Okay. Now think about what we what yeah. we did when we walked through that door. The whole point of that exercise is that you can resurrect that anytime you want. You don't have to go to cobblestone, right? But but no. it showed no. you by going into that greenhouse the impact that that has. Mm-hmm. Now when you want to talk about paradigm right. shift. Your entire yeah. life world shifted when you went in there and remembered that moment we had. That remembered a moment you had way back there. And so how we yeah, can right. use yeah. our logical mind mm-hmm. to create a somatic state of being, which is peace or contentment. You know what I mean? So like I always yeah. talk about like yeah. the spirit mm-hmm. and being in the, our heart and living in that way, but our mind is still extremely important to be able to navigate the world. We can't be always in our in our feelings. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. Um, I do. I do. So, yeah. so was, I'd like yeah. to recommend you practice that, that activity as, as often as you can, even if it is two minutes in the morning or something. And and it doesn't you go to other places like like I said I got about four or five of them man and I can like I guess I, there's a spot on Mount Washington in Vancouver Island 
that I can smell the fucking pine needles cooking in the summer sun. I'm I'm so so accustomed wow. to being in that spot. I can feel the lightness of the dirt, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So like, yep. I go to those places to keep refining because honestly, I'm a fucking snap show sometimes, and <laughs> I need I need to ground. <laughs> I don't trust myself. I'm an emotional human being, you know. Ah, yeah, as am I more and more all the time, as it turns out, you know, without the benefit of mass amounts of stimulants coursing yeah. through my body, you know, it turns out, so, pretty emotional guy. Yeah, yeah, we're, you and I are a lot the same right. way. Uh, that just made me think of something else, and went <laughs> in one ear and out the other, and I, oh, and, and, and I th- feel like it was gold, but hopefully it'll come back to me next week, and we'll talk about it next week, so... <laughs> Sounds good, Ryan. Sounds good. Okay. Okay. So next question up here. Rapinder from Cloverdale says, my life can seem so hectic at times. I feel like I lack perspective. How do I organize my thoughts and feelings from the noise, as you say? Mm, Okay. Um, Okay. So this, I'm going to, I'm going to go somewhere with this and it's just, just, just roll with me Mm -hmm. on this. Okay. So let's imagine, Rapinder, that we are standing in vastness of the universe, okay? And, mm-hmm. you know, it's almost like little LED lights everywhere where all these stars are. Okay, are you, are you with me? Mm-hmm. So the so our, the, yeah. our understanding of the universe is in front of us, and we can, like, actually walk through and, like, look at all these little, little stars, and, and each star has, you know, planets. And way off, way over, I don't know, way in the corner, if there is a corner, is this tiny little star that we come across. And one of the little planets that are surrounding it is more interesting than any of the other ones because it's blue. And it has, mm-hmm. it's like I can almost pick it up and look at it and be like, wow, look at this little one. It's like I used to go to the beach and look for like little shards of glass that the, the, the salt water would would turn into like these cool shapes and things. And you'd find one and be like, wow, this is really cool. But you look at it and you're like, wow, okay. So this thing has life on it. Now, it's not going well. There's forest fires. There's uh, there's hurricanes. There's holes in the ozone. I mean, clearly there's an infestation of humans on it. You know what I mean? And so, like, <laughs> when I think about it in that perspective, it's like, if, if, I, if I locate myself where we really are in the universe, what really fucking matters? And... And you know that question is like, that's up to that's up to me. It's up to me and my existence. I can I can I can decide what matters to me and what doesn't. So when I look at it as a, a big grand perspective, Rupinder, like the 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 hecticness of life becomes so unimportant when I think about what really matters. That exercise does is it gives me an idea of what do I want to be important to me in this world. And so I look at all the shit happening. I got taxes. I got, you know, I got, I got deadlines at work. I got to get a show done. I got to, I got to see clients, all these things, but, but none of that shit matters, man. All the only thing that matters to me is I walk into the room of my house when I get home and I got a nine month old that looks over and gives me the biggest fucking smile every day. And is the most important thing in my world, which makes everything else absolutely unimportant. You know what I mean? And so, like, yeah. going back to it, it's like, Perpinder, what do you want to be important to you? And make that important. And the rest can be noise. We talk about, like, you know, I heard, I heard, I heard Brandon Marshall talk about this thing on a, on a podcast. He says, draw a circle. And, and in that circle, in the middle, put you. And then carefully select the other people in your life that belong in that circle 
And once they're in that circle, yep. that's your world. Everything out of that circle is negotiable. But I will do anything I can for whoever's in that circle. And and, and then I go back to like, you know, they, they always say you never hear you never hear about property or or power when you hear when you read an obituary. You always mm-hmm. it's always about how people have affected people. And so how do I want to yeah. leave my impact yeah. in this world? So when I think about all this crazy shit going on, it's just like, you know, that shit just really doesn't matter. You know what I mean? And, and like, so uh, as a way to like yep. cognitively organize, it's like, yeah, I got taxes. I got taxes due. I ain't going to make it, <laughs> you know? <laughs> oh, well, what am I going to do about that? Nothing. It's not really going to yeah. affect anything <laughs> other than I don't get my GST check. You know what I mean? And like, yeah. or, yeah. Well, yeah. but it's like, but my daughter's got a T-ball. You know, so, so that's a big fucking deal. You know, half an hour watching five-year-olds. Yep. Run, run around, chasing a little ball, trying to, <laughs> trying to catch a ball. Like it's just the most. As a baseball guy, I'm like, this is the worst baseball I've ever seen in my life. But the most important part of my daughter's week, you know. And so, like, uh, so, but so I make that as as important as as possible. And and so, how do I? It's really just about differentiating. What do I want to be important? What do I want to be noise and live in that way? I think we we just. We give up so many freedoms by by not having conscious the consciousness to know what our choices are. When I have choices, I yeah. when I have options, I have choices. I should say, when I have choice, I have access to freedom. And and every day I go mm-hmm. through life that I don't access freedom. I, what's the opposite of freedom? Oppression. So when I don't make a choice, oppression yeah. sets in. My all of a sudden I'm building prison walls. And and every time I don't make it a choice, I add another layer of paint on that wall, and it gets smaller, and my world gets smaller and smaller, and the pressure builds, and then I feel like I, I you know, and like how long, how often? Okay, shit. Now I'm gonna get on a little bit of a tangent. Okay, no, so okay. I'm, I'm I'm gonna say something like <laughs> I, I I'm not crazy about this about myself, but I think it's pretty human. I <laughs> I I find myself going sometimes week or two at a time without even entering into my own existence for a minute. I'll go weeks okay. with just existing, not, not being, not living, not feeling, not, you know what I mean? Like, in, you know, work my phone, mm-hmm. watch Jason 30 and go to bed and repeat. And all of a sudden weeks have gone by and it's usually my wife will be like, you've been distant. And I'll be like, you know, originally, fuck you, you don't know me, but I no, I'll be like, <laughs> but, but I'll be like, oh my God, like I have not made an effort to be a part of my own life. Like, and how many of us do that for so long that we get so lost yeah. in the, like the intricacies of, of the fucking noise that's constant, you know? And so this is why I talk about doing grounding exercises because it puts me back into my world for at least a minute. You know, I like to go to the gym for that reason because I focus on every time I do a set, I'm focusing on every muscle that's moving. I'm focusing on my breath. What I'm not focusing on is the noise, the taxes, the fucking, you know, stresses at work, all that shit. All I'm focused on, I play baseball, same reason. Golf, I, same reason. I do these things so I can be part of my own life world, you know, and, and, and it's as easy as walking through that white door. And so look what happened when yeah. you walked in that yeah. greenhouse. Right. What happened? You became a part of your own existence, at least for that day. Yep. And that's a yep. fucking gift, yep. man, like a gift. And the more yeah, time we can spend yeah, in that is. space, the more time we experience the gift of life and 
what <laughs> I always say we practice the art of living. In other words, expression of living. I'm not perfect at it because it's practice. You know, it means I get yep. to I get to fuck yep. up all I want, yep. and I'm still I'm just, I, my my only expectation is I get better over a longer period of time. You know what I mean? And so mm-hmm. I always want to yes. be trying to yeah. practice my art, the art of living. I want to practice how I express myself in my life world and the fulfillment I get out of that. Everything comes back to this meaning and purpose. I was watching this thing, Jordan Peterson talking about addiction and i i found his his answer to be quite surface to be honest but it cut which is funny for yeah for yeah GP, yeah right? totally but yeah. like it also kind of showed that he's yeah. not an addiction specialist and he said like he just said you need to be doing something uh you know like like pe- people people they're like i drink yeah because it's fun i like drinking drinking it's fun great but it does this this and this to me and and i can't stop and so now i fill my time just drinking all the time and that's not who I want to be. So you need to be doing something. So if we correlate yeah. that into what Victor Frankl says about a life without meaning is not a life lived. And so it's not just about doing something. It's about putting our heart into something to live, live an experience. The gift of life is fucking short, man. Like, as we all know, it is just, you never know when yeah, it's it going to be over. You never know when you're going to see your best friend again. You never know. You just never fucking know. And so how much of my life do I want to look back on and, and think, fuck, I haven't even been part of this thing, you know? So yeah. I want to be in that yeah. greenhouse right. as much as I can. Mm-hmm. I want to be, I want to, I want to, I want to take yeah. like, this is this moment I had my, 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 my first daughter, Mackenzie, I got home from work and she came up and yelled daddy and hugged me. And I sat in that moment and thought, this is a moment that I'm never going to forget for the rest of my life. And I could, I was in that yeah. moment while a memory was being made. Now, what I learned from that is that all yeah. of my important memories always cut the impact of them. They always hit me after the fact when it's retrospect. What if yeah. I could yeah. live in that moment as they happened for the rest of my life and recognize it as it was happening? What would my life look like then? Again, a live question, right? Wow. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. Well, there you go, Repinder. That was a bit of a run. <laughs> <laughs> it was, but hey, that's that's what we yeah. do. So, I, I have a question. I'm, I'm going to keep the ask, the person asking anonymous on this one. Is it somebody close to the show? And it's, it's affecting her life okay. right now. So, I want to, uh, yeah. Can you speak more to the love model? What does that look like within a marriage where the spouse is an addict? And I'm going to actually, I'm going to reword that conversation we had with Lisa yesterday where the spouse is a person suffering in addiction. Yeah. And I appreciate you rewording that, to be honest with you. And it's something I've really noticed lately. I'm just like a tangenty. Really, it's really bothering me lately, the the term we're using so much, calling people addicts. And and yep. it's like, how how limiting. Words matter. Well, they, right? they do. Like, you know, words matter. And when, I, it, it, when you label yeah, me an yeah, addict, so. that puts a ceiling on my potential. Yeah, when you label does, me a human being, it, it it takes that ceiling off. Mm-hmm. And I always think about yeah. like you know, like in 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 school we learned about you know I was, when I was training or working with characters of schizophrenia. And I think I've said this before. You never say that person is a schizophrenic because that's a label. Yeah. Right. You say yeah. that they. Which is a conversation we literally just had yesterday. So, so for people listening on Saturdays or on the weekend ramble, which released a Sunday morning at about seven a.m. Exactly, a word for word. Yeah, what like, you're saying right now with with like, and so I'm a phenomenologist, so, yeah, and, yeah. and and really that's like a big part of that is studying studying human potential. 
and and what 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 we're yeah. capable. And I'm sitting, so I'm sitting on this beach in 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 in, in Puerto Vallarta. And I think I've said this before. And I'm watching the sun dip below the Pacific Ocean, and the stars come out. and And it occurred to me that my understanding of my own human potential is exactly the same as my understanding of the vastness of the of the universe itself. As far as I can think is as far as I can do. You know what I mean? Yeah. So uh, you 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 label me like I don't I'm you know I don't like people when they say that I'm a an addictions counselor because I'm not. I actually don't deal with addiction. I deal with addiction, but I don't. Addiction is the solution to other things. You know what I mean? So okay. So to go back to the the question, the love model is really human way of being. And it's not the constraints are not to addiction, not to anything. It is just about being human, and it's about being connectable. And so, like I define spirituality probably controversially as connectability. That's it for me, really. Like I'm not, I don't know nothing about Jesus or the Quran, or I don't know anything about that stuff. But I do know that the most fulfillment I get in in, in any interaction that I have in the day is when I'm at my most vulnerable. And so, the love model is about being vulnerable. It's about being it's about being honest. It's about being open. And how do we do that with somebody that is in, you know, the throes of, of in their cups, as they say, is we need. So, you know, the first thing at the forefront of anyone that is suffering from the throes of addiction is really the social factor, which is the shame factor. So we have to take shame off the table. Then we have to look at where are the intrinsic resources like. Um, where's, so this is where, again, boundaries are important because boundaries help, help us with our own self-worth. And so when my self-worth and my self-esteem is at a high, then I'm much more accessible and, and I have more access to my, to vulnerability. So I need to bring that into the relationship and allow space for whoever my loved one is to be able to flourish within that as well. And I do that by I don't lie to them. I don't. I tell them the truth. I'm, I'm honest. I don't manipulate. I don't. I don't. I don't like. I don't. I don't like dilemmas. I don't like. I don't like setting myself up for failure or them up for failure by saying, "If you use one more time, you're fucking out of here." Uh, that's just painting yeah. myself into a corner. That's why I talk about. I don't like. I don't like the dilemmas. I like the idea of space. I'm running out of space. I'm running yeah. out of emotional space or. And, and, and like as we've talked about before, it's fucking exhausting dealing with any kind of mental health issue, whether it be addiction, depression, ADHD, whether it's you or the one that is going through it or the loved one walking with you. Now, as I always say with addicts, like addicts have a break, but our people that love us don't, you know. And so, yeah, right. Um, to, so to to. How do we deal with that? I mean, you know, a lot of it is just like I just – it's about how you want to look back on it. Did I love as much as I could? Do I have regret here? You yeah. know, like because the outcome is way out of our hands and we'll never be able to control what happens. The only thing we can control is how much we put into whatever relationship is. And like I, I – you know, like I have a saying that I don't give up on anything until I know I've done my best. And so if I if I look back and I'm like I loved I loved this person. I did everything I could. I talked to them on the phone for hours and I can think of many people in my life that I've had to have this conversation with myself. 
you know, and I can look back and go, like, I told them everything I wanted to say. They knew who I was. I knew who they were. We had an open relationship. We, 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 we were transparent. We had these connections that were phenomenal and they still, they still passed from a poisoning. What did I do wrong? Well, maybe I didn't do anything wrong. And, and again, let's not question right. the workings of the universe because, you know, I, I, I'd like to believe that my sister dying 28 years ago saved the life of at least one person, including me. You know yeah. what I mean? So yeah. who knows? Yeah. Maybe she doesn't pass and I don't go down this road and we're not doing this show. And I'm not, and I'm not, yeah. I'm not the captain, so. you know? Mm-hmm. Exactly. So we have exactly. to, right. we have so. to know that doing our best is all we can expect from ourselves and it has to be enough. Like it has to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well said. Yeah. 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 Well said. And I know she will appreciate that. So also, um, Okay, and you know what? Well, I, she, you know, friend of the show, you can put her in touch with me if she needs to talk. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, yeah, yeah. So. Now, for a quick public service announcement. One of the best ways to reduce stigma is with education. If you still have questions that we haven't answered on today's show, you can learn more about Together We Can's education group at twcrecoverylife.org. Hi, everyone. This is Carl the Atheist from Weekend Ramblings with today's public service announcement about naloxone, or as it's more commonly known, Narcan. Naloxone is a fast-acting drug used to temporarily reverse the effects of an opioid overdose and has successfully reversed thousands of overdoses across Canada and the United States. There are two types of Narcan kits available, naloxone nasal spray and naloxone injectable. Both are small and compact enough to fit easily inside of a first aid kit or even a glove box. These kits are available for free at most pharmacies and harm reduction centers across Canada and some states. If you're having a hard time finding Narcan kits in your area, please contact the Ashes to Awesome team at Ashes to Awesome Podcast at gmail.com with Narcan in the subject line, and we'll get Chuck to find out what's available for you in your area. Now I know most of you will never intentionally be around illicit opioid use, but you never know when it might be around you and you could save the life of somebody who is loved and who loves. Remember, naloxone saves lives, treatment saves futures. Together We Can offers addiction treatment programs and education, support groups, and workshops for friends, partners, spouses, and loved ones. Learn more about their services at twcrecoverylife.org. Hey, and this next one comes from me, and we touched base on this earlier in the week, but I think maybe it's an important one like you and I did just from my own experience and you know it, it really okay. helped me so you know I think you know there's a potential to maybe help a listener here and there if it you know can help me it can help anyone as as you know and as I told you I had come up on an issue with a family member where it comes from a place of ignorance I guess on, on their part and, and and just and I, I mean ignorance in not knowing not ignorance in the you know being rude it's in like but, no no uh, the, the actual objective term of ignorance that's how I use it as well yeah Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah right. And as yeah. do I, most cases, most times. Ignor- right? Ignorance is a lack of like fear and curiosity. Yes, yeah. Right. So it comes from a place of ignorance, but the way that the, the immediate situation was handled was was rough to say the least. But then more than that, it brought back so much for me about the way everything had been handled, right? In my in my active addiction and and all of that, and in and so much, and I was really. Hey. I was frustrated and I was, I was, I was on the edge of, of having a conversation that needs or doesn't need to be had so or, like or whatever. Is, is shame here? Yep. No, 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 okay. actually, no, it's not, not, okay. not in this moment. 
I mean, I felt it. No, 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 it wasn't. I know it's because I get emotional. Right? <laughs> and it's, it's what, what brought up the emotion is the, the lack of connection. Right. And, and how that, how much more clear every week that we talk, how much more clear mm-hmm. that becomes to me. It's as, 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 as a driving force behind, you know, addiction. Yeah, it's kind of a big deal. And isn't it? <laughs> I know, it, it I know. really is. It really is. Right. You know, and then, and I think about, you know, the, the few times that there was a connection throughout my throat, at least the latter years of my, my active addiction and how that turned into to a negative experience for me and contributed to the lack of connection and, and, you know, and therefore my, my days in addiction or in active addiction. And maybe just share with the listeners what you, what you told them. Right. Okay. So this was about, um, this was about rejection. Yeah, yeah, and and the in the months leading up to that, the, well, the two years leading up to that, where there's mm-hmm. zero effort made, none, and uh, on my part either, and I'll own that. But just that nobody seeming, to, it was like, really, in a year and a half, you, you what your answer was? I said you sent me a text a year yeah. and a half ago, and then that was supposed to, mm-hmm. right? You and, know, and then yeah, you know, and so right? and what? So. And do you remember what the prison was? I was angry. Yeah. I was that angry. wasn't that wasn't yeah. the prison. Yeah. Was <laughs> that was that was protecting the prison. Yeah, yeah. You were hurt. Yeah, I was yes, hurt. I was you hurt. hurt. By, yeah. You were yeah. okay. So, what do we need to flourish? <laughs> be heard, to be seen, yeah. to be loved, to feel lovable. None of those things existed in that yeah. in, in that relationship. And your yeah. response to that yeah. is anger, which yeah. is typical. That's what we learn, especially as men. Mm. We funnel all emotion to either happy or yeah. angry. Either hug it or punch it out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and so, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, like my question for you is like, how long do you want to live in that? And I mean, so we and we talked about the importance of of, or really, I guess we talked about the, there's a, a theoretical premise that compassion and resentment don't hold the same space at the same time. Compassion okay. and resentment. Yeah. So I always like to say when I'm in compassion, I'm lacking resentment. Instead of mm-hmm. when I'm in resentment, I'm lacking compassion because they're the same fucking thing. So, uh, and this is really kind of how we got out of, you know, or, or evolved th- through the anger part was an understanding of really the ignorance, the level of ignorance that was happening. And, and yeah. you know, the gifts, so the gifts that you've been given as an, as a, somebody who's, who's experienced the characteristics of addiction f- surpass most people in this world you know and 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 like we want to talk about tension being growth like look at this fucking show yeah look at every single person <laughs> right. you have on the show look how strong and resilient they are because of the shit that they put themselves through or gone through so yeah. we've got to stop yeah. we've got to stop putting a white cowboy hat and a black cowboy hat on everything we experience in this world that's a construct of our of our mind trying to keep us safe if we go to our heart our mm-hmm. spirit that's where we can take away these, like you said, ignorance being not the negative connotation. Well, you know what? The only place in that negative and positive exists in this fucking planet is between our ears. There is no good and bad. Mm-hmm. There is no right or wrong in the in the organic world. There just is. It just is. A, a, a spring box gets eaten by a lion. Well, that's shitty for the spring box. Good for the lion? No, it just is. That's the way the fucking world works. And so we when we take away 
the these you know good and bad, right and wrong. I mean, this is the you know the 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 dark side of love is pain. You know, like oh shit, and that footnote. If life implies death, light implies dark. Mm-hmm. Love implies what? Mm-hmm. Pain. Hate. Pain. Right. Okay. And so, we, what do we do? We do everything we can to not experience pain because it's an awful feeling. Good. It's not. We, we we just we just take pain and we say this is bad. Black hat, bad. Got to get it out. Got to get away from it. And that's wrong. Pain is part of process. You know we need we need to go through that. So you experience this hurt. This hurt is like I can go look at you. Fucking hurt me. Fuck you. Get out of my life. That's our wall. Yeah. This needed a boundary though, didn't it? Yeah. Sure. And did. that boundary sure is did. all you need to do here is like spend a minute in her shoes. And the sorry, the other person's mm-hmm. shoes for editing purposes. Um, understand that there's actually a sadness that exists in the process on their part, and that is they will never have a true, deep understanding of this process and what it is to be a human being in this world because their prison is their ignorance, which can mm-hmm. release you of your prison of rejection and anger. You know what I yeah. mean? And so. Yeah. And, and when we look at it that way, now I'm now I'm connectable. I can walk with you on this. I don't have to be angry at you. In other words, other you. I can understand, and I can even educate. I can be a, I can be an ally to the solution instead of taking this on. But lived question: What would your world look like if you got to choose what you took personal and what you didn't? Yeah, it's <laughs> a lot better. <laughs> oh man, if I could go back in time, that would be the one thing that I wish I would have learned at twenty instead of fucking forty. Because mm-hmm. yeah, f- freedom right. exists within that, you know. When it's, mm-hmm. and I, you know, I always use that like, call me a goof, like yeah, big time, <laughs> super goofal, you know. What I mean? <laughs> and that's actually like the captain. That's how that came about. Was because. The word the guys on my floor used to call they they would call me boss. It'd be more than boss, and I'd be like, "Don't ever call me that again." Because to me, a boss is yeah. a nickname for a screw or a prison guard. And they yeah. had no yeah, idea right. about that. Yeah. You know, they didn't know that, that I have that attachment to the term. So that that's when they came up with captain. They started calling me captain. And uh, there was one p- specific individual that I wish I could get his permission to say his name. Great dude, and he was the one that that came up with it. He made a comment on Facebook, and I was like, "Just so you know, pal. Just so you know, that was that's your you you came up with that." So, but anyway, so but you know, like I did. This is this is like still learning about what I choose to take personal or not, and like they didn't mean anything by it. But I also set a boundary that yep. that doesn't sit well with me. Come up with something else. I'm good mm-hmm. with it, but yeah, I'm not. I am not part of the judicial yeah. system. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> which is fair. Yeah, well, none yeah, of the good part anyway. Okay, forty-three. So that's all the questions I got up right now, buddy. Do you want to make this a noon, like to actually get out of here? On um, time yeah, time, probably. Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. So before we segue out, then I'm going to ask you. I'm going to challenge you. So you're going to come up with something here. Give me a list to work with for Thursday. So for by tomorrow. <laughs> by tomorrow. <laughs> Even just an idea for a list. Give me a, for for oh. the, just the tips. Because remember, I challenged everybody last week. So even just an idea for a list. You don't have to say it right now, but I'm going to call you out and say it's going to be your list that plays tomorrow. So let's see how it goes. Because, of course, this will play okay. Wednesday and that'll be Thursday. Oh, so, fuck. Yeah. Let me write this down. Yeah. Jesus. 
right. my yeah yeah message you with it yeah yeah to put it in put it in messenger though because Riverside kind of goes away on my computer yeah okay yeah. I can do that I, I you know something that that will have a one you know Scott's ability to put a fucking funny twist on it challenges to earn your laughter <laughs> right yeah no. yeah okay I check that out yeah, uh, yeah I come up with something and I do want to like uh, yeah I want to put I want to. Uh, I'd like to get more questions because I think that we're getting into like a, a a better realm of understanding. I think we're 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 you know mm-hmm. uh, specifically kaleidoscope. We're surpassing you know the addiction focus. Absolutely, no, I believe so. Right, it's it, the whole thing, and and I, I heard you when you said that earlier on, yeah. like early on in this, but. That's what our yeah, yeah. that's what our base is, right? So we have to we have to build. And I understand, that and, but I mean, know, there's right? so many people yeah. that cope with their shit in so many different ways, and based on like 100%. the social tapestry yeah. right now, the way that our current society mm-hmm. is, there's the 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 flourishing of maladaptive behaviors is at an alarming rate, um, and we think hoping because we're not learning about what it is to be human, we're learning about what it is to be consumers. And the difference, the yes, difference is yes. creating a disconnect within ourselves mm-hmm. as a society that is mm-hmm. allowing all this room for, you know, look at, look at the news, man. I mean, fucking yesterday in Texas, another shooting, like, you know, like all of these things yeah. happening yeah. when it all it really comes down to is like, like if you really think about it, every single war, where we're at in this world right now, every war that happens in the, in the world mm-hmm. is a civil war. We're no longer. This uh, massive planet, where's our tiny little planet? That and, yeah. and because of yeah. media and all these things, it's become so small that there's no excuse anymore. We need to be getting back to what it is to be human, what it is to be able to to be connectable, to be love. Victor Frank always talks about to be of love and in love, and that's how he wants to live his life. And like that's yeah. just beautiful to me because I want to fucking love everything, even when Absolutely. it scares the shit out of me. And I need to, I, and I, I, I do, and, and, and love does because love hurts. And, um, yeah. but yeah. bring it on, man, yeah. because I'll take, I'll take that smile from my daughter any day. Cause that's love. And, 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 and I watched my, my, yeah. my, my parents bury my sister and that was love. You know what I mean? And those are the, mm-hmm. and then, I mean, that shit scares me. I don't know how to be a parent. I have no fucking clue. And it scares the shit out of me, mm-hmm. but it ain't going to stop me. Nothing is going to yeah. stop me. You know, <laughs> and I'm telling you like, and yeah. I'm going to love yeah. everyone as much as I can while I got them. Cause that, that's what I'm here for. That's what I believe we are all on this planet for. And, and, and that's how I've found the most fulfillment. And consequently, my mental health has never been better because I've been in that state. So I went from all of these diagnoses of being I'm a teenager in 20s of depression and anxiety and, you know, all these things. And I find that by living in this love model, like we were talking about, all that shit kind of just fell away. Yep. And one day I would notice, holy shit, I don't really suffer from anxiety like I used to. I don't have, I don't have these deep throes of depression. Like I used to, and, I, and, and yeah. you know, and like we look at like that that movie Happy, where it's like going around the world and all these places that are happy. There's no social issues in these tribes and in these small villages mm-hmm. where people like in Louisiana, yeah. where everybody gets together on a Sunday and they they eat crawfish and fucking catfish or whatever they eat down there, you know, and like you know, and 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 have this beautiful time, and nowhere is there. You know, like the Spice Channel, which I will say yeah. I have been binging on Captain Lee 
and <laughs> and <laughs> below deck, and my soul is yes. dying, and I love every minute of it. <laughs> I can't stop. Yeah, yeah, that's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, I wasn't gonna. I, this, I'm gonna leave this part in now, so I guess I gotta send them a bill too. So, the other one's yeah. a summer house. Love yeah. Kyle. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Stop at the plugs. Hey. All right. Um, all, right. all right. Okay. Hey. Well, I was just. Um, I just wanted to. You know, I want to throw. I want to throw a, a gratitude out there. Well, we're about right. to do that, so hold up. Okay. Keep my format. All right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, that brings us to my favorite part of the show. And that is the Daily Gratitudes. Hey, this is Scott from the New New Friends podcast, the podcast for adults who love to laugh at adulting. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Ashes to Awesome. The Daily Gratitudes are brought to you by the No New Friends podcast. Please check us out, nonewfriendspodcast.com. We're streaming on all major platforms. If you just need laughter in your week, just an escape from what's going on in your life, I highly recommend my podcast to get you through that week, bring some levity and, and make you laugh. So check us out. No New Friends Podcast on all streaming platforms. That's nonewfriendspodcast.com. And now here are your daily gratitudes. And remember, you are loved. All right, Ryan, what do you got us for us today on some daily gratitudes? Um, one thing that's been really striking for me is I really have – I want to – I want to pay a special tribute to the everyday, well, in my case, the every Wednesday listener, but but the Ashes to Awesome, the, the, the daily listeners, the people that are invested in the message that's coming out on a daily basis and, and that are constantly tuning in, asking questions, sending responses. Like I'm, you know, I, I don't know about you, but I get these messages from people I've never met that are like, thank time. you for yeah. – helping me what you said about this like wow like holy fulfillment like i get so like because just because of that stuff you know and in concert with with my family i get to live this life that is beautiful and full and 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 just amazing full of life like every day is this blossoming of existence it's just so fucking phenomenal and i'm reminded by those people that are setting me say i saw i saw a quote on facebook with my name on it like, what yeah. the fuck yeah. is going on in this world? <laughs> I know, and it's just like, now, yeah. like I've yeah. read so right. many yeah. of other people's, and to have my name, I, I, oh. I had a moment of like, I don't deserve this. You know what I mean? Like, the self worth is like, hey, <laughs> yeah, check yourself. Yeah. That that comes from Lisa, who's been now t- twice in a row on the weekend ramble. Actually, she's she's a psychiatrist out of Calgary that that's been no shit. making those memes and putting those together. So, wow, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, right? both so, scary and yeah, so. validating. Somebody. Yeah. Yeah, right. it's, like, it's, it's, yeah. it's fine, but somebody else with an education is like, uh oh. Yeah. Well, and, and if you listen to this this last weekend's weekend ramble, now at the time that this is airing, you get talked about quite a bit in that one. Actually, Lisa wow. has a lot of things to say about you. And mostly good. <laughs> no, that's all good. But yeah, yeah, definitely worth a listen. Well, she's, I, a, I, yeah, I, she's got a, she's got a lot of great things to say, just in, about you specifically, but in general as well. She's uh, being somebody who's who's the sister of somebody yeah. suffering an addiction. And, and has been for a really long time. Her brother is the one that, that Devin yep. at Revolution Recovery helped out, right? Or is helping out and, and all that. Just some of the things she has to say are quite profound. She's she's pretty I'll pretty definitely awesome be person. checking that out. It's yeah. one of my, my favorite episodes is the Recon Ramble. Plus KTA kills it on that, so Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. Yeah, all right, all right. Okay. So next up for for you, you got yeah, a couple more sure. you want to um, throw in there? Gratitudes. 
I'm grateful for whatever that thing is that keeps me from decomposing as I sit here. Whatever the phenomenon is, that that spark of life, whatever that thing is that keeps us alive and 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 allowing access to, you know, all these unchartered areas of my own existence, and I can't have those without having the ability to have vulnerability. So I'm I'm grateful for vulnerability and connection because. Uh, without those things, I'm just a walking okay. zombie, and and yeah. like I, I'm checked out, and so some so it's the people in my life that keep me that bring All me right. back into my existence, and I, <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> Not well, everything is, is a tangent. So, look who you're fucking talking to. You asked me on the show. <laughs> yes, I did. Yes, I did. All right. All right. Give me one more. Stop there, you, Captain. My fr- my friendship with you spanning oh. since the early '80s. And to be able to like, yeah, um, and like we talk now, like often, not just on the show, but yeah. it's just cool yeah. that like I can, I can just if I want to just have a chat with my buddy from fucking Chris, like, on, and think about it, dude. It's because of my sister that we know each other. Because Elise, remember, was your neighbor, neighbor Lisa? Yeah, yeah, of course. Yes, yeah, yeah, Who yeah, has yeah, reached yeah, out totally. to you since, right? She and so did, yeah, because yeah, of yeah, her. Yeah, yeah. Me, being friends with Lisa, I met you two who were really like my first original friends, you and Mike. Yeah. Sorry about yep. You can edit yep. that out. But, That's and fine. so, yep. like, and so and that was 1980, fucking one, two, I don't know, three. Three, yeah. Three, like, something like, like that. I, yeah. Since I, since I yeah. can recall yeah. memory, you two have been, mm-hmm. you know, friends of mine. And that's pretty yeah. cool. And, like, you yeah. know, I'm 40, yeah. going to be 45 in a couple of days. And, like, yeah. Oh, when's your I birthday? Say that out loud. Say it out loud. Uh, the thirteenth. You know that. Yours is the okay. night. Yeah, yeah. Mine's. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> that's right too. We just dis- yeah. discussed that recently. Eh? Yeah. Was, fuck. Uh, I'm horrible. I have no memory. I have a great memory. Yeah. It's like a safe. People say, but like yeah, yeah. with a random time lock. <laughs> I think it's open. Oh, no, no, you missed it. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, but, but okay. the, the, the one that was hey, really guys, uh, oh, on my mind all week was the, the people that are listening every week and every day. It, like, it's, yeah, it's hey, amazing to yeah. me, to be honest with you, because people, life is, lives are busy, and to take time out of your day to listen to what some bullshit that comes out of my face is pretty astounding. So, I, I'm super grateful mm-hmm. for that. No kidding, eh? No kidding. As my well, and that's a nice segue into uh, the final gratitude for the final gratitude for the day goes out to you, the listeners. It's always to you, the listeners. Things have been exploding this this last couple of weeks, specifically in in a quite an amazing way. And I'm grateful for each and every time you listen to talk about downloads. You know, post a review, post a, a rating, anything that you're doing that is helping to grow the show because you're getting me that much closer to living my best life. And my best life is to spread the message. And the message is this. If you are in active addiction right now, today could be the day. Today could be the day that you start that lifelong journey. Reach out to a friend. Reach out to a family member. Call into detox. Go to a meeting. Do whatever the hell it is you need to do to start that journey because it is so much better on the other side. And if you are the loved one of an addict, you've just taken the time to listen to our show and we're both very, very grateful. Could you just take one more minute out of your day text that addict? Let them know they are loved. Use the words. You are love. That little glimmer of hope just might be the thing that brings him back. Almost died trying to get here. Got high through my best years. Got sober, then I relapsed, then I cleaned up, got my head clear. Sometimes it feels like there ain't to believe in, but I believe that we're out here for a reason. You don't think you're a fighter, but I know you.
from the pressure I put on myself for years Tired from my 20s, the whiskey bottles and beers Tired of smiling while I've been holding back tears But I believe I can do it, so I'm here I'm a believer I believe I'm a believer I believe I've been told I have a death wish No one's interested Cold and too aggressive Close to hypertension I'm broken from the pressure Explosive with my temper I'm sober but I'm stressing And hoping it gets better Am I falling off? Should I give it up or put it all on pause? Like all this dream so I can visit home and talk to mom? Maybe all I need's another Instagram post With a quote about believing in yourself when you're low You don't think you're a fighter, but I know you are. You are a liar. You say you aren't. You don't think that you're worth it, but I think you're wrong. And I think you're perfect the way that you are. Maybe I'm weaker, and I know I've lost before, but I'm a believer. Nothing is impossible I'm a believer I believe I'm a believer I believe You don't think you're a fighter